Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mass murder at a FedEx facility. Eight people were pronounced deceased here at the scene. Chicago protests over police killing of 13-year-old. We shot that. We shot him. Agonizing coastal search. Not knowing anything, just waiting. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, at least eight people were killed, others wounded, in a late-night shooting at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis. Police say it appears the gunman shot and killed himself to end the attack. Charlie DeMar of WBBM-TV is at the scene this morning. They have an active shooter currently at FedEx. The late-night shooting unfolded at a FedEx facility near the Indianapolis International Airport. Police say when they arrived, they encountered the shooter who ultimately took his life. We have located eight people with injuries consistent to gunshot wounds. Those eight were pronounced deceased here at the scene. At least four other victims were hospitalized with gunshot wounds. Witnesses described a chaotic scene. I saw an assault rifle. I saw the clip, and he started firing. Jeremiah Miller was outside the facility when he heard the gunfire. I hear six shots fired at once. Bang, 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 bang. He says he took cover, then started warning other employees. My initial thought was, don't die and escape. But then when I started seeing everybody roll up from midnight shift, I felt the need to warn people. After the shooting, facility workers were rushed into buses and taken to a nearby hotel to reunite with anxious loved ones. Cherise Grice wasn't able to get a hold of her nephew, Raymond, who was inside during the shooting. We've been calling this phone, texting them. Like they said, their phones are locked up. They can't have them on them at work. So we don't know if he's okay or not. The hospitals can tell us nothing. Indianapolis Deputy Police Chief Craig McCart on CBS This Morning. We had four people who were taken from the scene with gunshot wounds. Um, another person who was transported from the scene with possibly from shrapnel. And I believe at this time all of those victims are stable. FedEx says it's shocked and saddened by what a company statement calls a senseless act of violence. And one report says the company is re-evaluating its policy of not allowing workers to have phones with them during work hours. Now to Chicago and the uproar over the fatal police shooting of a 13-year-old boy last month. Police video has now been released. The video shows a police officer chasing 13-year-old Adam Toledo through an alley last month. Police say he had a gun. Police body cam video shows what looks like the teen tossing a handgun behind a fence before he turns around and is shot and killed. Show me your 
After the video release, a group of protesters gathered in downtown Chicago calling for justice for Toledo and others. We have seen the most horrific display of racial murder. And outside of Chicago Police Department headquarters, another demonstration. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot has called on the public to keep the peace. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. It was another night of protests in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, over the fatal police shooting of 20-year-old Dante Wright. The former officer involved, Kim Potter, posted $100,000 bond after her first court appearance via Zoom. She's charged with second-degree manslaughter. Wright's family is demanding more severe charges. In Minneapolis, the murder trial of former cop Derek Chauvin will soon be in the hands of the jury. CBS's Jamie Yukis says testimony about the death of George Floyd wrapped up yesterday. Closing arguments start on Monday. Once the jury gets the case, they will be sequestered. As to how long they will be deliberating, the judge told them, plan for long, hope for short. Now to Louisiana, CBS's David Begno has the latest on the effort to find 12 missing crew members on a ship that capsized earlier this week in Hurricane Force winds. Tuesday when the ship capsized, the Coast Guard dropped five life jackets and five radios down to five men that they saw on the ship. And the last radio transmission was from two of the men who said we're going back into the hull of the ship. So right now, divers are at the ship. They're going to try and make access entry into that hull. There could be pockets inside of there in the living quarters area where some of those men are still alive. The Treasury Department says a Russian political consultant shared sensitive information from Donald Trump's 2016 campaign with Russian intelligence. It's the first time the government's drawn that direct link. Konstantin Kalimnik is one of the individuals targeted in yesterday's American sanctions. Even as he imposes new sanctions, President Biden insists he's seeking an off-ramp. The United States is not looking to kick off a cycle of escalation and conflict with Russia. He says his aides are now working with Russian officials to explore the possibility of a summit with Vladimir Putin in Europe later this year. And out of that summit, where it occur, and I believe it will, the United States and Russia could launch a strategic stability dialogue. Putin, who has recently overseen a military buildup on Russia's border with Ukraine, has yet to respond. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Iran's parliament speaker says the country has started enriching uranium to 60% purity, its highest level ever. It's in response to the sabotage of the Natanz plant last weekend. Tehran blames Israel for the attack. Former Vice President Mike Pence has had surgery to have a pacemaker implanted. His office says he's expected to return to normal activity in a few days. The top man at Pfizer says two COVID shots may not be enough to protect long-term from the coronavirus. CBS's Mola Lenghi. The CEO of Pfizer saying a booster shot will likely be needed within 12 months of getting fully vaccinated. And it's possible people will need to get the COVID vaccine yearly, just like the flu shot. There will be likely a need for a third dose somewhere between uh, 6 and 12 months. This as COVID cases climb, fueled by variants. Pandemic recovery in China. The country reports record 18.3% growth in the first quarter of this year. Well, four years ago, what was billed as a luxurious musical getaway in the Bahamas was a disaster, with festival goers left to fend for themselves on a dark beach. Now, a deal in bankruptcy court will give 277 ticket holders about $7,200 apiece. But they could get less if other creditors get more. The organizers serving prison time for wire fraud. A founding member of a band that mixed country, folk, and rock has died. 
A spokesperson for Poco says Rusty Young died of a heart attack at his home in Davisville, Missouri this week. He was 75. Young formed the group in 1968 with Richie Ferre, George Grantham, and Jim Messina. He was the only one to stay with the band for more than 50 years. Young was still with the group, performing about 100 shows a week until the pandemic hit. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The publisher Simon & Schuster, a subsidiary of Viacom CBS, says it won't distribute an upcoming book by the police officer in Louisville who was shot in the raid that left Breonna Taylor dead. Critics say Jonathan Mattingly's book will profit off of black pain and tragedy. The Roundup is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.